What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another special live edition of the Smack Talk podcast presented by SmartOutMoment.com. This is the WWE Money in the Bank 2016 pay-per-view post-show where we're going to be recapping our thoughts on the event and giving our opinions of what just transpired a little bit ago. Before we get started, I'm going to introduce to you who's going to be talking tonight. I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the call is Stephen Wago. I am joining you on the call. You are indeed, and also joining us on the call is Mike Payton. I'm going to do the little Corey Graves pose whenever they go to him on the pre-show where I got my hands pressed like I'm praying, but on this night, I'm also going to shave and put on a stupid hat so I look like a douchebag. <laughs> Just on this night? Yes. Yeah, he did look awkward as hell when it came to that which uh i'm gonna bring something up about that in a minute but before i do say that i'm gonna just give a shout out to the people that are checking this out in the live chat on mixler right now we've got kaylin ferris norlang jt parent atb ap styles chris marin kenneth Cade is already in the chat ben guest one silent with a doom flesh keem guest five wazili calberti wrestling and one other person elsewhere make sure that you guys if you are listening elsewhere register a name so I will be able to read you out. And throughout the night, I'm going to be checking this chat to see if there's anything that stands out to me and, you know, getting your opinions of what's going on or whatever like that. And let's go ahead and start talking about what happened on this event. And I was going to go backtrack to the pre-show. I wanted to say something here about uh, Corey Graves. Did anybody notice the uh, little thing that Lita had going on with the muscular dudes where she said, oh, those guys were really aggressive. And he looked at her like, the fuck? Give her this look of like, wait, you're really going to talk about those muscular eyes like that? Fine. Ugh. He had this sour look on his face for about 30 seconds. Funniest thing on pre-show as far as I was concerned. I didn't catch that. Yeah, I don't really pay that much attention to the pre-shows. That was one of those weird things I just caught out of the corner of my eye, and I was just kind of like, oh man, that's going to be a discussion later on <laughs> with those two. But we did have two matches on the pre-show to talk about here. The Golden Truth defeating Breezango. And the Dudley boys losing to the Lucha Dragons. So um, these two matches were added kind of at the last minute. Friday night is when they ended up just going, yeah, there's two other pre-show matches. Nah, main show. Let's add these two in there. What did you guys think about? Let's start off with the Golden Truth versus Breeze Zango. Way go. Well, honestly, I was watching Orange is the New Black at this point. As I said, I don't pay too much attention to the pre-shows. Um, but what I did see of a few of the uh, sunburn spots were actually really funny. Uh, Peyton, did you check this out? Yeah, it was, a, it was a clever comedy match. It was a good thing to start off the, the pre-show and get the crowd that was filing their way in. The people who missed it probably didn't feel like they missed too much. In fact... The, the whole setup for this with uh, Breezango getting overtanned and getting sunburned, I, I'd completely miss this. I don't know when the hell this happened. I, I figured maybe SmackDown, but then someone said it happened on the Raw pre-show. Mm. Uh, so I, I was a little lost on that. But it, it was a fun match. To, I, I got to say that uh, every person performed to the best that they have throughout this story so far. And it's taken a long time to come around to it, but I'm actually enjoying what they're doing. See, I'm loving Breezango. But I didn't really love this whole gimmick of this match being the sunburned thing. It got a little old after, like, the third or fourth time that they were hitting each other and just going, ah, stings. And I'm like, all right, I get it. <laughs> no, that never got old for me, man. <laughs> the facial expressions Tyler Breeze especially was doing. Yeah, I mean, it's a comedy thing, you know, this feud. So they're going to do some it's comedy slapstick. stuff. Was that? It's slapstick. Yeah, um, slapstick's not my favorite type of humor, so that's just something that if it either hits for you, it's probably hilarious. If it doesn't, 
then it's not going to be the same kind of thing. Uh, but I can't be like, oh, you know, they're burying these guys. No, they're not. They're fucking comedy acts. So you either laughed or you didn't. The match was it was what it was. We had a somewhat supposed to be serious, I guess, match between the Dudley Boys and the Lucha Dragons. Eh, you know, not too bad, not too great. Something that's really another skippable kind of thing. And um, I like that they're kind of bringing the Lucha Dragons back into the mix. I like that the Dudley Boys didn't skip the pay-per-view. So why not? You know? I'm assuming that you didn't see this either, Wego? Yeah, I was very in and out of this, so I don't really have a comment. What about you, Peyton? Do you uh, have any positives, negatives when it comes to this? No, this match was whack. I don't know what you're talking about. I couldn't find a single positive out of this. Other than it got a Dudley Boys, the Dudley Boys on the card. They were criminally lost in that four-way tag match. I mean, they were the ones who had beef with Enzo and Cass go, going back to just when Enzo got taken out. And, you know, and I get they wanted to have them keep their thing going with Vaude Villains, but why can't you just make this a five-way match? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there's only four sides of the ring. That was probably the problem. But you could have you could have done something with that, like uh, new day in the center, <laughs> or just make it like a tornado rules match. Have like mass chaos. Like you could have pulled that off. Yeah. But uh, this match itself was a total waste for me. I I don't know why this was even on the show. And if it was that that sh- I don't know. It's on the pre-show. So how much can you really complain about it? Exactly. Like there- if you give me the choice between this match and another set of let's go back and check out what the feuds used to be. I'm going to pick this match. Yeah, it, it doesn't even matter. It's, just, it's it's more of like an exhibition match almost that just got placed on the card so everyone gets a payday. So mm-hmm. there's really nothing to complain about it. It, it was just w- wasteful, I felt like. Yeah. I mean, I could see the positives when it comes to just like, oh, it's a match, who cares? It's not for anything. It doesn't hurt anybody. But like you're saying, I can't specifically say a positive about the match like there was that one move that they didn't know none of that it's just it was like throwing on a monday night raw match that you weren't really paying that much attention to and it's not like anybody was else was like criminally left off the card i mean cesaro was there Mm -hmm. uh sammy Zayn, kevin owens all had matches paulo cruz and baron corbin even had matches on this card the only person i can think of that was really missing is the miz but he's doing a movie so it's not like he's being hurt yeah, and, like, a couple other people are still injured. Like, somebody, would, you know, would be claiming for Randy Orton or for Bray Wyatt. Well, they might not be able to come back for a while. We don't know. Or, you know, nobody's going to really be like, oh, man, the social outcast really got fucked tonight. Oh, <laughs> actually, the club didn't have a match, did they? It did. What? Tag match. With who? The big fucking tag match. With the oh, they were in that? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good transition then, because our first match of the official card was the Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way match, The New Day, Enzo and Cass, The Vaude Villains, and The Club. (laughs) Uh, New Day retains. I was surprised about this. I thought that The Club was going to end up taking it here. And I thought, if anything, maybe it would be something where they would pin, like, The Vaude Villains, New Day would be like, hey, you didn't pin us, let's continue this going on, going forward, whatever like that. I liked the match quite a bit, though. But I have one thing I have to mention here, and maybe I'm wrong. If I am, I totally want people to just call me out on it. Wasn't Aiden English not the legal guy at the end? That whole match was a clusterfuck. It was clunky as shit. Like, it was fun, but it was clunky. Um, so I don't even know. Everybody's saying he wasn't the legal man, and at that, at that point, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know how anybody even keeps track of that. 
I thought that, <laughs> but these um, matches are such clusters. How could you even keep track of anything like that? I thought that it was maybe Anderson uh, had tagged in. It was Biggie was holding up Aiden English, like getting ready for the big ending or something. And I thought that he tagged the like basically Aiden Aiden English's ass. And then I was like, wait, why are they going around trying to pin him? He's the he's the one who should have been tagged out, kind of a thing. Um, so far, nobody in the chat's necessarily saying anything when it came to that, but we'll pick back up on that in a minute. Um, I liked quite a bit of this, though, back and forth. I liked Enzo and Cass starting off with a promo and New Day ending the entrances with Romo. Some good jabs there. Vaud villains still look out of place to me. I don't know if that's just me or not. You guys kind of agree or disagree? Um, not really. I mean, everyone kind of just gets lost as far as their individuality in this feud goes, so... Mm. They're not getting a reaction yet, but I don't think they're really being allowed to express themselves either. I still think it's a mistake having them be heels. Yeah. Or at least having that awful theme that they have. Yeah, if they went back to the old uh one that they were using, I think it was their second cut, where it was just like mm. boom ba bum ba doo ba doo ba boom ba and they were baby faces. Yeah, mm. it's gonna be weird. A lot of people aren't gonna be like, Oh, I really want to cheer these guys. But it's gonna be goofy. And hell, if we have the golden truth against sunburnt Breezango, why wouldn't the Vaude villains get over, you know? Shit, look how over New Day is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're goofy as hell. Your tag division is the one place where you could have your big main event attraction of it be goofy. You can't do that with your main title. You shouldn't do it with your women's title, although they do sometimes. Oh, we're going to get to that in a minute. <laughs> uh, Guest 5 points out Anderson did tag, tag English. The legal men should have been Kingston and Anderson. So... That's a little... I don't know if that's something that they planned. I don't remember them actually saying anything on commentary about like whether or not he was a legal man or not. If that's the case, that's going to be a little bit annoying that they did three matches on this card that was like, oh, that was an indecisive finish kind of a thing. Especially when they didn't need to be for this one. This could have just been the New Day retaining, pinning, you know, Aiden English or whatever the case may be. So that's a little weird, a little suspect. We're going to find out tomorrow night on Raw, actually tonight technically, to see if they actually pick up on this or whatever the case may be. But I do think that the club is still going to be the next in line to face the New Day, and I still think they're getting those belts. Just looks like it's going to happen at Battleground now instead. Uh, any last thoughts you guys have about this tag title match? No. Okay. Nope. <laughs> uh, we had a little backstage segment with Kevin Owens talking to Tom Phillips. He's interrupted by Chris Jericho, interrupted by Alberto Del Rio. I love the little line that Owens popped up with uh, where he goes, oh, look, it's most likely to speak Spanish. <laughs> Just another thing that he keeps digging in with there. Owens is great. Uh, you guys had mentioned that Jericho had a nice little pun. What was that again? Well, Kevin Owens was burning up. Alberto Del Rio for always saying Pero, which has kind of been his running thing, is just making fun of him for speaking Spanish. And Chris Jericho, not wanting to get lost in between these two guys arguing, is like, yeah, well, the only Pero around here I see is this Pero idiot standing on both sides of me. <laughs> if I would have heard that at the time, I'm sure I would have cracked up. The whole segment between these three has been fantastic. And again, the the really interesting dynamic that they've done with this ladder match is that they've been having the baby faces argue with the baby faces and the heels argue with the heels. And it's allowed to do some like interesting dynamics. We haven't seen like this. Like we've never really had like three assholes have to argue with each other like that because it's always like an asshole and the one guy with honor. So like now we yeah. have like three guys with no honor, just like being total dicks to each other, which is essentially the equivalent of instead of 
oh yeah, well I respect you, but I still think that I'm gonna win and all that boring nonsense. It's like, hey, fuck you. Hey, no, fuck you. Hey, I got a louder voice. Fuck all of you. <laughs> hey, I can say fuck you in Spanish, pedo. <laughs> oh, look at that. You can say fuck you in Spanish. <laughs> I really hope that they do some kind of a, an off feud, like Owens against Del Rio or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, we had a segment earlier in the night too, which was um, Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Totally not the same chemistry. <laughs> hey, we're friends, but um, you know, I kind of want to win. Oh yeah. Well, so do I. Well, I respect you. Oh and well, politely fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could say polite. Uh, fuck you even more politely than you. <laughs> I feel like we're doing no, no, you can't say more politely than me. I'm Canadian. Oh, yeah, well, I'm Swiss. Oh, well, damn, things. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then you're my guy. <laughs> you're not my guy. You're my friend. <laughs> uh, what was our next match? We had Baron Corbin against Dolph Ziggler, the feud that never ends and never really gets started for the most part either. Baron Corbin wins via pinfall. This has to be the end of this, right? Uh, I sure hope so. I mean, I thought that it was the end I, of it a while ago. By this, ago. you mean Dolph Ziggler's television career? Nah. <laughs> That'd be good for that, too. Still he's a big mu- fan of Ziggler. Still a big fan of Corbin. Um, he's much better on Swerve than he is on WWE. Yeah, that is kind of true. <laughs> I have to admit that. But, um, yeah, this match was the drizzling shits. Yeah, Really, I, I really boring. Corbin... Corbin just hasn't got the hold of wrestling as a heel or a big man yet. He's still just kind of walking around the ring, doing a few punches here and there, and screaming awkwardly at the referee. He'll get there in the end, but it showed tonight. He's making a lot of improvements, and we've been touting that a lot, that Corbin's made significant leaps and bounds of an improvement when it comes to the beginning of 2015 compared to what he is now but he still does have a ways to go. And you put him up against a guy like Ziggler, and they've got this feud that clearly is an afterthought. Like, they're not putting any effort into this at all. Why Why the hell uh, are the fans going to care? I mean, there was a this is boring chant in the middle of this, and I don't blame them. If I like both guys and I don't care about it, you're not doing your job, you know? But it wasn't the worst match of the night. No. <laughs> We had our women's tag match. Charlotte and Dana Brooke against Becky Lynch and Natalia. And um, I'm glad that, uh, shout out to Chris Urban for pointing this out. He went out of his way to go, I don't know, we got to rewind this real quick for everybody that didn't see it. The worst part of the entire night, Natalia crawling to try to get that tag with Becky Lynch. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. You are one of the veterans. And you're supposed to be making this division seem better than ever. And you do that? Well, here's the thing. I think that was more on whoever was supposed to break it up, which was Charlotte. Can I get some context? Because I was shredded chicken. (laughs) Oh, okay. So um, they were doing a spot where, like, Natalia was being separated from Becky and she wanted to get Becky in for the hot tag. Um, But Natalia had, like knocked off whoever it was. I think it was Charlotte long enough for her to start crawling towards Becky. Um, but she got like within like, you know, maybe half a foot of being able to get the tag and whoever was supposed to come and grab her and stop her must've been late because she just kind of like hung out there and just kind of like held her arm. Like I can't, 
I can't reach you. You have to reach out to me. And, she, and the worst part of the whole thing is she was standing up before she went to the falling position. Oh, God. Like, she, she stood up. It was, um, I'm pretty sure it was Charlotte. Like, she ran into the corner, which was like, you're waiting forever to do this corner spot. Just do it already. So she tries to, like, hit her in the corner. Natalia moves out of the way. Natalia walks to, like, the middle of the ring, flops down. <laughs> Then that sounds starts, more awkward than the ending of the tag match tonight. Oh, it, this was something that everybody has to go back and watch. She was basically flopping around like a fish out of water. Just kind of like, oh, oh my god, oh, I really wish I could move that quarter of an inch to tag you. <laughs> and it was just, you like to use the, the term the drizzling shits. This is the definition of it. Terrible match. And um, they tried to save it a little bit afterward with Natalia turning heel. I don't care. <laughs> you know, if you're going to have a feud between those two and that's the best that Natalia and whatnot can pull out, fuck it. I'm going to go shred chicken with Wego. <laughs> it was chicken that you were shredding, right? That's what you said? Yeah, I was shredding chicken for my uh, soup, so I think I made the best decision. Oh, uh, you definitely did. What kind of soup? Um, it's chicken taco soup. It's pretty awesome. Oh, by far you did the best decision here. <laughs> now I have no defense for the match, but I do have to defend the turn. I, I think you have to do as much as you can to make as many women in your division as interesting as you can. And I don't know what they're holed up in right now that this is what's happening, but it is. But the most positive outcome we have of this is okay, we have this new interesting thing with Natalia being a heel. And more importantly, it was the first time I saw some shine being put on Becky, where Becky got a lot of sympathy as she was picking herself up. It reminded me a lot of that NXT show when she lost to, was it Charlotte or was it Sasha? And at the end of the match, she, she had went into it as a heel, but she lost. And when she was getting up, everyone was singing her theme. I think it was, it was a really special moment. I think it was Charlotte, too. Yeah, that was like, I mean, if there's any positive to this, it's the, the heel turn. But I'm also kind of thinking to myself, well, if, like, Natalia is going to be some, like, big featured heel or whatever like that, like, if they're going to split them up and she's going to be the big one on SmackDown or whatever, good lord. <laughs> ATB's asking, has Natalia ever been heel before? Oh, yeah, she was a, she was heel for a large part of her career. Matter of fact, one of my favorite things she ever did, it was a very short-lived tag team she did with uh, Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And the two of them just ran around, like, destroying all the other Barbie doll divas. And she's also big. And she's been a heel in recent memory, too. I mean, she turned heel to manage Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. If you remember, she was resisting yeah, for right. a while. Yeah, when she started doing the whole dominatrixy thing. But she came into the company as a heel, didn't she? I believe she did. When she had, like, that reddish hair going on. Completely different type of look for her. She looks better now. Um, AP Styles says, Natty crawling at a snail's pace with no one around. <laughs> Guess five hot tag. Uh, there was something I saw earlier here. Gotcha botched the tag match by not breaking the pin fast enough. Simon botched, more like that. Um, there's another one here. Let me double check that one more time. We saw Charlotte do a flare flip. Get Natty off the screen right now. She's been brutal. Kalen says chicken is my gimmick layoff. <laughs> hey, Silent One of Doom says shredding chicken sounds like a euphemism. Was it, Wago? Nah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to leave that up to everybody else to interpret. But, um, yeah, this was my least favorite part of the whole night, this whole women's tag match thing. And it's, I mean, you know, we've we've said it a million times. It's a shame because there are so many better options out there, and it just, just didn't work. 
No, Tony. Still talking you, about hate, this. you hate women's wrestling. Uh, yeah, I, I'm clearly a bigot. Um, let's move on, though. Uh, we have Apollo Crews against Sheamus. And I got a feeling a lot of people are going to be upset about the way that the pinfall went. I would defend it. I think Apollo Crews is pretty new to the scene and then beating somebody like a Sheamus with a roll-up, it's perfectly fine. Now, if they follow it up with something weird, then we're going to look back and think that it was kind of lame. But, you know, Sheamus is the veteran here. He's a former world champion. He's the guy that's got the more aggressive edge to him. Why wouldn't Apollo Crews get some kind of a, a roll-up win and just sort of smile ear to I, ear? I actually wanted Sheamus to win this match. I was kind of disappointed that Crews got the win. Really? Yeah, I kind of wanted Apollo to have to chase something and overcome a little more adversity. Uh, but this is fine. Either way, he should end up winning the feud. I would see them having a three-match series. Next one, Sheamus will get a dominant victory over him, and then Apollo can get a bigger victory in the third one. And, you know, I don't think that third one's going to happen at SummerSlam. I think they're going to take this Raw and then Battleground. Could be. Then have Apollo win something more meaningful for uh, SummerSlam. But, hey, let's let's not downplay this. I mean, Sheamus is one of the more protected guys that they've had over the last five-plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you don't take losses to him lightly. And his move, that bro kick, is one of the most devastating finishers they have. Definitely so one of the best that they have going on right now. Mm-hmm. So a victory over him anyway is a big deal. And it, it's a good start for Apollo. I think for heaven's sake, he's doing a lot better than uh, Baron Corbin, Corbin, who came yeah. up at the same fucking night. So Oddly enough, Apollo Crews is doing better than Baron Corbin, despite Baron Corbin winning more important matches. And yeah, Apollo Crews, like, disappeared for, like, three weeks. Yeah, he, had, he we totally was just, like, down on him because they just totally ruined everything with him, but they've retconned it some. It's mm-hmm. almost like somebody else came into the writing team and said, I don't really want to work anything with this Baron Corbin thing, but can we do something with Apollo Crews? Because there was, like, a real switch there. Crews comes in, he wrestles, like, one uh, episode of Monday Night Raw, doesn't show up for, like, three weeks. Baron Corbin, they're like, oh, he wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He's got this thing with Dolph Ziggler. And then he disappears instead. And it's it's very awkward. I don't know why they can't seem to focus on both. But Apollo Crews beating Sheamus here, much better position than Ziggler losing there. I actually think Apollo Crews is going to possibly win that U.S. title at SummerSlam. I wouldn't be surprised if they hot shot that to him. Could be. That's long enough of a run for Rusev to get that he doesn't look like a total jerk. Mm-hmm. We'll get then uh, his match in a little bit too, but first we have to go to AJ Styles versus John Cena. Now, I'm going to go with Wego for this one. What are your thoughts with Styles winning here with a little bit of outside help? I think it's horseshit just because he signed a contract that said they're not going to get involved, but at the same time, he's a fucking heel, mm-hmm. so eat shit. And the biggest thing that I get coming out of this is AJ Styles beat John Cena on pay-per-view. Suck it, bitches. (laughs) Now, Peyton, I think you're going to have the same position that I have on this. So tell me if I'm right or wrong about that. If you complain that Styles didn't win clean, you're not necessarily looking at this from the lens of a professional wrestling history. The heel in this scenario says he's not going to have outside help. And then the referee is down, he gets outside help, and he goes, yeah, 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 I won. It's standard wrestling, right? No, I have no problems with this. I think it's fine as long as at some point AJ Styles does defeat John Cena. And you know what? It doesn't even need to be during this feud. 
because I I think hopefully AJ Styles is going to be around in WWE for a few years, and hopefully John Cena is going to be healthy enough to keep going for another few years. Some point, maybe when AJ Styles is back being a babyface, they need to revisit it, and he needs to get a significant victory over John Cena. This just can't be all that's written in the history books. As far as the first one, that's it's fine. It's exactly probably what he should have done, especially if they're trying to establish this club. But for heaven's sake, if they're going to put this much emphasis into it, I wish they came up with a better name than the club. Yeah. It's but um, as far as match quality goes tonight, they did a slow build, and they just gave us a taste of what they can do. So I imagine they're going to have... Uh, one or two more matches, and we're going to see it uh, unfold gradually. Now, uh, AP Styles bringing it out in the chat. He says, AJ Styles will beat Cena to be the first SmackDown world title. <laughs> He's going to be the title? Yeah. People are going to wear AJ curious. Styles? We're all curious what they're going to do with this belt. Like, they've got the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and then it's like, well, we want one for SmackDown. AJ Styles. <laughs> well, what's, what's the most prestigious thing from all around the world? Oh, we'll get AJ Styles. He's just going to wrap around everybody's waist. <laughs> They're going to wear it. I mean, they did take him out of a cash register, so he's got to be worth something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see him being the world champion over John Cena for sure. That could be something that they just go like, well, you know, and he won the world title. so. But and and they can build into that match the whole thing of John Cena becoming a 16-time champion. Yeah. And AJ Styles robbing him of that. Yeah, I mean, this could end up being a big, big feud going forward. I still just hope that there is no second world title, though. I don't want to see it. So, if that's the only way to give AJ Styles a win, unfortunately, take the hit, Styles. I don't want to win the second world title. But I do think that he should win at some point. They should bring the world title, a second world title back for one month for Styles to win it, and then they can get rid of it. (laughs) And also get rid of the one he didn't win. Which one? Oh, I just want him to be champion. <laughs> <laughs> Give him all the belts. And then you can change the belt name a bunch of times. It could be the Legends belt. It could be the Global belt. It could be the Global Legends belt. King of the Global <laughs> Mountain, whatever. Oh, uh, one last thing. TNA, suck it. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is just the beginning of this feud. So anybody who's in a tizzy over it, relax. Let's see what happens on Monday Night Raw. AJ Styles gets the win, though, so at least he won instead of being that, oh, typical John Cena, handsome fucking winning. He didn't win. It's a dubious means to lose, but still, he lost. So, ha. Uh, Then we had our titular match of the night, the Money in the Bank ladder match. Jericho, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Del Rio, Ambrose, and Kevin Owens. Really good match, I think. It could be considered the match of the night, although I will kind of take a little bit of... um, you know, I'll say another one was better than it overall. I liked it start to finish. I think that they had some cool spots. My favorite of the whole bunch had to be all six men fighting on the ladders. I thought that that was pretty cool. A little cheesy, but pretty cool. What did you guys think about that one? Any uh, spots that stood out to you guys if that wasn't the big one? My favorite spot was the part where Ambrose won the fucking money in the bank. Just saying. Uh, spot monkeys doing that kind of shit all the time. <laughs> Um, at least like 10 people do that <laughs> my favorite was when uh sammy Zayn did that um oh what was it uh like a michinoku driver no the michinoku driver putting kevin owens on the ladder and like breaking his back Ooh, that was and then kevin owens was just like draped over the ladder for like a whole minute owens actually had my favorite spot where he puts the ladder like he's gonna run up it and then he stops and super kicks him instead <laughs> yeah, that was fun 
I like like, is he gonna pull Shelton Benjamin? No, nah, he's just a dick. <laughs> that one spot though, that looked rough. Like if you put some kind of a caption on there, it's probably just like Ugh. the big swing into the ladder. I think we don't let cool you do too. those captions anymore, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I would have typed that one out. It would have been some dumb ladder pun. I'm sure. I don't know. We figured out how to spell uh, AJ Styles, Eddie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how do you think that we would spell? <laughs> Put that in the chat right now. Uh, yeah, so we have our Money in the Bank winner, Dean Ambrose. Uh, you know, a little bit spoiler later on. It's not really doesn't matter anymore. But uh, what did you guys think when Ambrose took that down? Were you happy? Were you sad? <laughs> not sad. Yeah, they're like, oh my god. <laughs> I was yeah. sad. Like Natalia was after her match, was just sitting there crying for like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. I thought that I could reach Becky. Oh, it was I such, look like such an idiot. <laughs> it was such a good moment. I was so happy for him. I was still rooting for Owens, but I mean, you give me Ambrose as Mr. Money in the Bank, I'm going to be like, cool. If it would have been Del Rio, I would have been pissed. Del Rio <laughs> really? is the only one I didn't want to win. I would have been happy with anybody. Even Del Rio, I thought would have been fine. A person I was pulling for the most, though, was Jericho, because his whole story was he invented this match. He's been in more than than anybody, and he never won it. No, he won one. He won one. In <laughs> the one in Apple, yeah. <laughs> the sixth one. <laughs> First one. Sixth one. Sixth one. <laughs> one of them. The one that was an Apple. <laughs> um, anybody think that he was going to be cashing in? Oh, I think it was uh, foretold as soon as he got it. But it's... it was in the back of my head um, the whole time. So when it happened, it wasn't a big surprise. It's fine. It, gonna do it, it didn't need time. to be a shocking surprise. It just had to be satisfying. And it very much was. That was that, that pay-per-view ended. But you know what? We're going to get to that. Yeah. You know what, though? I will give them credit for this. Every once in a while, I kind of throw out the idea. If they keep doing the obvious thing where it's like we're setting this up and we never do it, sometimes it's good to set up something, make everybody think it's too obvious, then just do it. And then go, oh, well, damn, they set that up. <laughs> and it works. Everybody wanted this to happen and it ended up happening. But before we got into that one, we had a little bit of a uh, quote-unquote bathroom break match. Rusev defending the United States Championship match against Titus O'Neil. And the big takeaway I had for this whole match, I don't know if anybody else noticed it. I know that uh, Urban did. Titus O'Neil kisses his uh, son on the lips. lips. What the fuck was that? Uh Aha, thank you. Somebody else noticed it too. Dude, it was like really quick. And almost subtle, and I don't think most people noticed it because I brought it up in the Mega Maniacs chat, and like no one else really responded to it. I was like, "Am I crazy? Did I just see that?" And like, um, <laughs> admittedly, I thought it was his wife because he looked like a girl. Oh. <laughs> so I, so I paid no attention to it until like the camera went back. And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" But but then he like just gave like his daughter like a handshake. <laughs> it was really weird. As soon as it happened, both Urban and I just went. Wait a minute, he just, and we're like, you, you both saw that, right? Like, <laughs> he just kissed him on the lips. Yeah, yeah, he, no, he did it, right? Like, we're not crazy here. He just went, mwah. <laughs> He's a really good dad. <laughs> the joke I made was, it's like, all right, give me a kiss, good luck. No, give me a real one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little creepy. Also, Happy Father's was, Day, Dad. <laughs> also, did you uh, see his kid's tit slap? Oh, yeah, no, I didn't see that. that. Uh, no, it was when Rusev went over to like poke fun of them after the match, and it was like, "Your dad's a terrible dad or a loser." He's like, "Your dad's a loser." <laughs> the kid like got all offended and like tried to like smack Rusev, 
but he was like such a wimpy slap. Like you could almost like hear him going, <laughs> like yeah, he completely like hit, like, I don't know what he was going for, but he just like swiped his nipple a little bit. <laughs> I didn't see that part, but I want to check that out now. But, um, I love like, good. that was Rusev's uh, moment of saying happy father's day was fucking golden. I loved it. Silent when Are it comes this. I was confused because I thought Darren was the one who kissed dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I read what was Lily said. Oh man. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm not reading that one either. So yeah, did anybody think Rusev had a, a shot of losing this? It's possible. I thought they totally were going to do it. As soon as I realized it was Father's Day and he had a title shot, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Then I saw his kids in the audience. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it really is and, happening. And this happened right after Cena lost. Hmm. Like, it, it really had a lot of things going that it could have easily gone that way. I'm so glad it didn't. <laughs> mm. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Rusev out there. I know Dane's going to be like, what? Give him the belt. But uh, He's already yeah. got a belt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Titus is not our U.S. champ. Don't don't give him the belt. And Rusev's been doing some good stuff lately. Those kicks that he's been doing, are, he's like getting a lot of height with them. They're brutal. Like that could be just the end of the match right there. Just blasting people with his uh, feet a couple times. Yeah, he's, uh, his spinning heel kicks a lot more uh, scary than Xbox was. Mm. It's just like full Bulgarian ass coming towards you. Bulgarian ass. <laughs> Gotta start doing the rear view. Shit, he could pull it off. He's, He's got the best one since Savio Vega. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Salvador says he's stealing Ricky Marinara's Italian mule kick. <laughs> well, he's Bulgarian, and then he was Russian, now he's Italian, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but our main event of the night, kinda, was Roman Reigns defending unsuccessfully, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship against Seth Rollins did not actually expect Rollins to win the belt here, I'll admit. I thought that was going to go down at Battleground. I thought that this was going to be another match where, like, the referee got knocked out and there was some kind of, like, no decision or whatever. And they went down with it. Seth Rollins wins. And immediately everybody goes, oh, Dean Ambrose is cashing in then. (laughs) Just like, you know, he's fucked. And it was awesome. And it was. And I actually liked that Seth was smiling a little when he was coming to the ring. He's like, yeah, I fucking expected this. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, we get two new world champions in the end of this. And Dean Ambrose finally, for real this time, is our world heavyweight champion. So I got a question here that's going to lead into another one a little bit. Uh, where do we go from here? Do we go with a Roman Reigns Versus Dean Ambrose match? Do we go Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins? Do we do a triple threat at Battleground? And uh, where do you guys think this leads when it comes to the brand split? Well, if I if I was booking it, well, I guess I'd have to do the Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose match. Maybe make Seth and Roman fight for the next uh, title shot and have interference in that and lead up to a triple threat at SummerSlam because whatever they do, they've got to get that triple threat match at SummerSlam before the draft split. No, I think they should keep both these three guys on the same show. Oh, is it? Keep these uh, guys on the same show. Let these guys pretty much be the main three stars of a show. Sort of like once upon a time you had John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista. Like these will be your new John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista. Shit, one of the brands might have them if the rumors are true that they're signing old people. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on when it comes to Smack Talks hot tags. 
But um, Peyton, what do you think about this? Is it the best course of action to just kind of drag this along for the SummerSlam thing, or should they just go ahead and do that battleground? They seem like they're on this kick of trying to make every WWE Network show as an equal level almost, at yet at the same time, SummerSlam and WrestleMania mean more. Mm-hmm. But there, there's no like significance outside of that. Like every single other show is trying to be huge, and they're trying to let moments happen at these other big shows to give these names a little bit more significance, which is smart. Uh, such as tonight with Money in the Bank, we we had that John Cena AJ Styles match, and they kept touting it's a WrestleMania worthy main event, and they're right, it it is. It, it's a, tremendous the historic match for them to to have and to put on money in the bank of all things like they if john cena was ready i'm sure they could have done that at a wrestlemania or they could have just held off and did it at SummerSlam. but no they did it at money in the bank uh so for the shield triple threat to do that at battleground it's it's not completely absurd i mean it's not like they're going to do it on one of those like roadblock type specials yeah. I, I would be a little bit upset if they did it on that as far as they did it on battleground i'd accept it but i would maybe extend it out a little bit. Uh, I don't know what to do for Battleground. You can even not have a title match at Battleground. You know, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility. You could have John Cena, AJ Styles main event Battleground. And if you wanted to do something cool before that triple threat match at SummerSlam, you could have the Shield tag together one last time on Battleground. I'd be totally down for that. That would be pretty cool. Mm. They're all forced to do that. Maybe do some kind of a thing where they announce, like, SummerSlam's coming up. We want it to be huge. We're going to do that triple threat there. In the meantime, you guys have something else that you got to take care of, which is Battleground. Let's test to see uh, how this is going to go down, put you against three people. I don't have a clue who those three people could be because it sure as fuck isn't going to be the social outcasts. It could be the club, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) You won that now, don't you? (laughs) The downside of that is you don't see AJ Styles versus uh, John Cena unless he pulls double well, duty. Well, no, then that delays that match until SummerSlam, which is not a bad idea either. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're now we're going down, deep into the rabbit hole. What do you do with John Cena? Uh he he could go away for a month. You know, maybe he's, he's been he's gone do- for a long time though. He has been, but he could take a night off. You know, he could be there, and maybe just do a promo. Or, like, you know, he can go on to, like, I can't believe I let this happen and let myself get defeated by AJ Styles in the club. I got it. Take that title off, Rusev. Oh, he could do that. Hmm. Man, it's going to be so much more interesting than what they do at Battleground. (laughs) (laughs) Battleground's going to be like, oh, all right, how about we do Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose? And Roman Reigns doesn't get a title shot. And then there's an interference, and then we go... Oh, I guess we're going to do a triple threat, guys. You didn't see that coming three months ago. <laughs> uh, or Somebody, uh, AP Style says, Shield versus Tag Champs, The New Day. Uh, I wouldn't see that happening, but hell, I'd be down for it if Ooh. they ended up wanting to do it. I got it. I got it. John Cena teams with the Shield reuniting to go against the club who has to debut a mystery fourth member at the pay-per-view. Oh, man, Goldberg's going to kill it in that match. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that happened in the match that I want to talk about, though. The fucking spear reversal into the pedigree. I know he didn't hit it flush, but that was pretty sweet. Oh, it was, was awesome. Huh? I don't see how anyone can even complain about that. And Seth won clean. I mean, there was a ref bump, but it was in Roman Reigns' favor. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not something that you can be like, well... 
you know, they protected Roman the whole time and all that kind of stuff. No, Seth Rollins won this match. And, um, you know, Dean Ambrose, he won that match too. It's a money in the bank cash in and it's a little cheap, but it's a legit match. He wins. And that, so, that pinfall rectified a lot of the, uh, weak, um, champion remarks because he beat the strong, like the strongest booked guy next to Lesnar. That's true. So I think this is a scenario where a lot of people probably could have bitched and complained if they had gone a, a different route. I don't see anybody having a reason to complain now. If you didn't like Roman Reigns, then you don't have him as champion anymore. If you wanted Seth Rollins to win, hey, he won. If you wanted Dean Ambrose to win, hey, he did too. <laughs> so. Well, make make no mistake, Roman Reigns is not disappearing from that title picture anytime soon. No, not at all. <laughs> so do you think Sean came back to wrestling for a whole three minutes? Maybe. Oh, uh, no, but then as oh this is awesome. WWE's great again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sean, if you're listening out there, tell us if that's the case. Um, but, uh, yeah, so our new World Heavyweight Champion, Dean Ambrose. And I love how JBL was telling this. It's just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of pro wrestling. Because <laughs> he's been adamant about not wanting Ambrose to be the champion because it would be chaos. I love the idea of Dean Ambrose as our champion right now. I've been wanting this dude to win this belt for a while. I think he's the best person suited to hold that championship at the moment, even more so than Seth Rollins. So I'm cool with him keeping this until WrestleMania, even if he needs to turn heel in the process or whatever the case may be. But I don't, I don't think that's being the case. He's oh, dropping I think you're being series. awfully, yeah, I think you're being awfully optimistic. I'll be yeah. shocked if he holds it past SummerSlam. Past SummerSlam, even. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, I think that's going to find series. its way back to Roman Reigns very quickly. Yeah, I think Roman's going to get the belt soon again, but I'm just happy for Ambrose to finally get his moments. If you actually watch him grab the briefcase down, he was pretty emotional then. So because mm-hmm. he, he must be like he's had that moment and he knows what's coming in the main event. See, I'm going right now and this could change in 12 hours, could change in 24, could change in a week, whatever the case may be. I'm thinking right now, Dean Ambrose keeps it until Survivor Series, loses it to somebody who I can't really figure out who that is, maybe like a Kevin Owens or something. He could be the next Royal Rumble winner. It'd be so awesome if they gave him a lengthy reign, so we like got to have all three Shield members having a lengthy reign at some point. Mm. All three deserve it. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with that. But we are just, you know, two hours into the uh, the Dean Ambrose title reign, so we're going to find out what happens with that well in the future. Um, when it comes to breaking down Money in the Bank, though, uh, overall thoughts, Wego, you got any uh, least favorite and favorite moment of the night? So my favorite moment of the night, not AJ Styles beating John Cena, so that's surprising for me. Um, it's Dean Ambrose getting the championship. I just felt happy for the guy. Um, felt he deserved it. I felt he's been overlooked a few times, and it's nice to see him finally get that moment. Um, as far as worst moments of the night, I didn't say the Divas match, so I can't really give it to that, um, but it sounds like it deserved it. So I'm going to give it to the Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler match. It was just very mediocre. Pin, what about you? High point, low point? You know, this show had a lot of balls going on tonight or WWE had balls, rather, putting this show on tonight. They had a lot to contend against. They had the NBA Game 7. They had Episode 9 at Game of Thrones. And for you people who don't understand the significance of that, Episode 9 is generally the big episode every season where all the biggest shit happens. 
So they're contending against two of the biggest things that could possibly be happening on television tonight. And they had a little bit of leeway at the beginning to try to hook people. And the first hour of this show was shit. <laughs> it was total shit. Uh, and they, when it got around to that second hour was when I was going to go watch Game of Thrones. But their saving grace for WWE is that HBO now, the servers were down. So I couldn't watch Game of Thrones. I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'll just keep watching Money in the Bank. Otherwise, I would have switched over and probably gotten far more tuned into that. Luckily, the show picked up as it went on a little bit more. Uh, pretty much the main three matches were all that were really awesome. That's all that really needs to be awesome. There's a lot of great memories attached to this show. Uh, great matches as far as the Money in the Bank, the main event. Uh, so there, there's enough positive to say, watch this and this, uh, but not the whole show I, w- I would skip the first hour at least high point i am going to put dean ambrose becoming wwe champion truly a feel-good moment uh low point i'm going to give to that natalia fish spot <laughs> atb says good ambrose win bad women's match ugly titus's fatherly love Uh, I'm going to have to go with the same kind of thing here. I mean, Ambrose winning that at the end of the night, Seth Rollins winning too. That whole championship main event picture was definitely my highlight. Money in the Bank match was fun too, so hat tip to that. But that low point, man, Natalia, come on. (laughs) Just come on. That should not have been. I mean, come on. Yeah, come on. But. Uh, overall, I gotta say, you know, it's a middle of the road kind of Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank's usually a really, really good pay per view, and there were some cool spots and some mediocre things. So I'm a little bit disappointed, but a lot other couple things kind of delivered. So can't say that I hated it either. Yeah, can uh, I say one thing? Las Vegas was hot. Good crowd. Good crowd, yeah. And they played one of my favorite production themes which I uh, used for a couple times of the end of the year awards. So if you want to go back and listen to that, that's very cool. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, I think that they need sounded to, familiar. I think they need to go to Las Vegas more often, not just for the, um, like the decent fans that you get down there, but like everything's Fight easier. City. Yeah. Everything's easier for the wrestlers. They literally don't like, literally can just go from their hotel right to the arena with ease. Like everything is so much easier down there. That's why the UFC do all their shit down there. Makes sense. And betting and wrestling is getting bigger and bigger. They they should they could probably get a good market there. Is there like a huge huge stadium around there? They would do like a WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know if there's a huge stadium, but there's several arenas, and they've built a couple new ones too. Just upcharge the tickets, I guess. (laughs) Uh, But make sure that you guys let us know what you thought of Money in the Bank 2016. Leave your comments below if you're listening to this on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button as well, and make sure that you subscribe. We have one more thing that we're going to do here is go around the table and just give you some things to check out on our promotional side of things. Wago, anything you want to toss out? All right, go ahead and follow me on, on the Twitter at Stephen Wago. That's Stephen spelled with a P-H, and Wago is W-A-G-O. You can also find me on the Twitch under the same handle and pretty much anywhere on social media. Payton? My name is Mr. Payton. You can find me on Twitch at M-R-P-A-D-E-N. That's Mr. Payton. Playing video games almost every night of the week. Most importantly for you wrestling fans, tomorrow night, that's Monday after Raw, we're going to be doing our Raw post show live on my Twitch. And after that, it's the big event. 
Dawn of Destiny for MPW. For all you people, have your created wrestlers with our little fun universe there. Uh, be there because we're going to have our biggest matches, three titles decided. And uh, also one small, small announcement. Uh, I got a butt ton of new emojis approved. So all of you who uh, saw me making the other night, they have been approved. They're available to you. So you can go there and start plugging them in whenever I get my next stream going. So this may be a spoiler, but I need to know the answer now. Hmm. Is one of those titles AJ Styles? <laughs> no, it's not. But I, I, I should make one now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you all. For hanging out in the chat as well, uh, keep paying attention at smartoutmoment.com. We got the next episode of Smack Talk coming your way. I'm going to try to add some new things here and there, like we just did that Smart Announce table for the Money in the Bank. We did the whole tournament that we did, so if you guys are interested in more side adventures like that, then toss your ideas, whatever the case may be like that, and make sure that you keep checking out fanboysanonymous.com as well for all the nerd culture stuff that we've got going on under a mango tree. That's it for us now, though. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Bye.